Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you too can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. And welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm Ray Ann Mullins, and this episode is all about one of my favorite topics, nutrition. Okay, I think I say this is my favorite topic on every show, but it's because I love it all. Do you ever see those infographics or lists on Instagram or Facebook that say, eat these superfoods to burn more fat? And it has little pictures of the food and what it is, and they're always really fancy and look fun. To look at. Well, I love those lists and I eagerly read them, hoping, just like you, that there is some amazing food that I haven't already been including in my already healthy diet. Do you know how I feel? I spend a lot of time teaching my nutrition coaching clients about quality nutrition. Quality nutrition is eating foods with high nutrient density or a high value, high nutrient value. These are foods that pack a huge nutritional punch, aka superfoods. So just like the little foods that they list on those lists, these are superfoods. Foods that have a high nutrient density are foods like avocados, walnuts, greens greens like kale, spinach, arugula, lean proteins like chicken, turkey, and even lean cuts of beef, and also things like berries and other low sugar fruits, as well as goji berries, green tea. All of these are considered superfoods and also chia seeds, hemp hearts, flaxseed. And I'm sure you can even list more foods that are high quality, nutritionally dense foods. And that's awesome. Not only do I coach clients on including high value nutrients in their daily diet, but I also talk about how to use low nutrient density foods to their advantage. Things like white carbs, candy, chocolate, fried foods, pizza, and more. See, when we spend a lot of our time focusing on stuffing our face full of kale and walnuts, we actually miss some of the joy of eating. And don't get me wrong, I love healthy food too, but the way dark chocolate melts in your mouth or the way a cookie crunches and then crumbles is so enjoyable. The way a creamy latte tastes with a scone or the ooey gooey goodness of a cheesy pizza with a really garlicky thick crust. And of course, the fizz of a really good beer. Those are enjoyable and shouldn't be avoided all the time. So before you turn this off thinking I know nothing about nutrition, please just let me explain. First, I have many clients that when they come to me, they are actually overeating superfoods. Yeah. Just because a salad with lots of veggies is healthy doesn't mean you should eat enough for three people. Also, just because walnuts and cranberries are healthy doesn't mean you should include them on top of every salad or meal that you eat. And just because avocado is a superfood doesn't mean you should be eating a whole avocado every single day. Portion size is critical. Whether it is a high or low nutrient-dense food, you can absolutely overeat healthy foods. It is more difficult to eat 
um, a ton of broccoli. Like it's hard to overeat broccoli. You know, it's way harder to eat too much broccoli than it is to overeat donuts. But if you eat a lot of broccoli cooked in a lot of oil, you could still have a potential problem and you might get some gas. Just saying. (laughs) Second, oftentimes when we try to avoid our favorite foods that we really love, we are likely to overeat other foods, trying to satisfy the craving or desire for the less healthy food. For me, when I'm trying to avoid chocolate chip cookies, I notice that I tend to go overboard on peanut butter. Really, I'm craving a chocolate chip cookie, but I try to avoid the cookie by eating something considered healthier. But when we look at the breakdown of the nutrients and the calories, I am probably consuming more total calories from the extra licks of peanut butter than if I just ate a freaking cookie. If you're overeating avocados, nuts, even protein and seeds to try to compensate for having some chocolate, it's likely you too are overeating and getting way too many calories overall. So instead of white knuckling it through cravings and trying to eat healthy food in place of the less healthy treat, what if you just had a small portion of what you really want? What would happen? Could you possibly eat less calories overall and feel more satisfied? I think so. Like I mentioned earlier, I really, really love chocolate chip cookies. I mean, I really love them. I could eat the like a lot of them every day. In fact, about 15 years ago, I was eating at least a dozen a day and was the heaviest and most unhappy I've ever been in my entire life. So you would think I would have sworn off cookies by now, right? But no, I haven't. I have learned to incorporate them into my diet so that I can enjoy them and not gain weight by eating them. Like I said earlier, I noticed that when I do try to restrict myself from the cookies, I tend to overeat other foods that are rich, such as nut butters or handfuls of trail mix or more nuts. None of those foods are unhealthy, but when you look at their nutritional value, they are very calorie dense. Too many calories, whether it's from chicken breasts or sugar, is still too many calories. So if you find yourself eating really healthy, but you are not changing shape, losing weight, or feeling more energized, it's time to check your healthy eating. I would bet that you are overeating the healthy food and avoiding some of the less healthy food in an attempt to eat better. And I love your effort. I really do. But maybe, just maybe, you would eat a little better and start to see a change if you would just give up some of the superfoods for a small amount of the food you really desire. I realize this all sounds counterintuitive, but I see a big difference in myself and in my clients when they let go of the I must eat only healthy food all the time mentality. Please note, I am not saying to go eat five cookies or three donuts every day. I'm saying watch what you were eating, pay attention to how it makes you feel, and notice if you're overeating calorie-dense foods, even if they are healthy, to avoid eating what you really want. Here are some of the foods I think people overeat. Nuts, all nuts, nut butter, seed butters, seeds, avocados, oils, all oils like olive oil, coconut oil, avocado oil, and dried fruits. Oh, and granola. You'll notice that many of these, many of these things um, are healthy fats. Did you know that one gram of fat has nine calories versus only four calories in a gram of carbohydrate and protein? So please don't hear me wrong. I'm not saying avoid these healthy fats. I'm saying watch your portion and be mindful of what you really want to eat. 
Don't eat around what you really want all day. This can lead to a lot of small amounts of food that total up to more than the one thing you really want to eat. And I'll throw this in too. When we're always avoiding the food we want, we tend to finally hit our limit and binge on that food. So instead of binging or overeating a certain food that you love, just find a way to slip it into your week. No deprivation and no binging. Kind of a win-win in my book. Here are my tips for eating healthy for fat loss. Oh, and before you before I tell you all of my tips for fat loss, please notice I said fat loss and not weight loss. Fat loss is when you lose the fat you don't want. That would be excess fat on thighs, hips, belly, and back of the arms. When people say they want to lose weight, I have a feeling most of these people mean they want to lose fat. When we just lose weight, we may not change our shape. Just losing weight can mean losing water weight and muscle weight. To be lean and shapely, we really need to aim for fat loss. So yes, if you lose fat, you will also lose some weight, but you may not see as rapid of a drop on the scale. An ideal situation would be to increase lean muscle mass and reduce fat. This leads to a leaner, more sculpted fit body. So listen to these tips to aim for fat loss, not just weight loss. Tip number one is pay attention to why you are eating. Are you eating because you are hungry or are you eating because it's time to eat? Or are you eating because you're bored, sad, tired, lonely, or any other emotion? When we eat because of emotions, we are more likely to eat too much, whether the food is healthy or not. Tip number two, pay attention to how you are eating. Are you eating on the run all the time? When we are eating on the run, as in driving, standing, working, we are not fully paying attention to what we are eating and how it tastes or how it makes us feel. It's even hard to know if we are full or not. Mindless eating is a major problem with our society because we are all so dang busy all the time. So again, even if you are eating superfoods on the run or mindlessly eating them, it's very likely you are either overeating them and not noticing, or you are not fully appreciating the food and still eating more later to feel more satisfaction. Tip number three, be really honest with yourself. Are you overeating healthy foods? Are you maybe eating an extra scoop of almond butter? Are you dipping into the trail mix too often? Are you putting too much avocado on your salad? Even a little extra can add up and stop you from seeing results. If you are in maintenance mode, then maybe it's okay for a while. But if you want to lose fat, even an extra tablespoon of peanut butter can stall you from losing. I know, I'm sorry. Please don't shoot the messenger. (laughs) Please don't shoot me. Another area I see people accidentally getting too much is when they cook with oil. It's really easy to overuse olive oil. Sure, it's healthy, but using too much can be harmful, not helpful. And and another thing to consider on this note is that maybe you are overeating the healthy food, but also eating other not-so-healthy foods too. How many times do you go visit that coworker because she has those little mini candy bars in a jar on her desk? Something I can think about. Tip number four, consider measuring your portions for a short time until you have a better idea of what they look like. Things like nuts, trail mixes, granola, and nut butters are really easy to overeat. 
So getting out your measuring spoons and cups may be a good idea if you're struggling with weight loss or fat loss, or if you are gaining weight. Get a good idea on what an actual serving size is, and then you can decide whether or not you've been eating too much or even too little. Tip number five, consider using buffer foods during your day. A buffer food is having little bits of enjoyable food. For example, have a piece of chocolate after lunch, okay? Or maybe eat a slice of toast with a little bit of butter with your eggs in the morning. Or maybe add some butter to your potato. Or put a sprinkle of cheese or even bacon bits on your salad. Just be super mindful of portion and see if incorporating these little treats help you stay on track. Tip number six is consider having a full treat meal one time a week if you don't like trying the buffer foods, okay, if that doesn't work for you. So a treat meal, or I like to call them super meal, is where you eat whatever you want at one meal each week. Maybe you love pizza and beer. Have it. Maybe you just love a really rich dessert like cheesecake. Have it. Maybe you want to have something like Kung Pao chicken. Go for it. But only one meal to get it kind of like out of your system and get right back on track eating sensible portions of all your healthier foods. Some people love a treat or super meal. It gives them something to look forward to all week and they enjoy it and can move on. But if you feel out of control after a treat meal, then maybe sticking to small amounts of buffer foods would be a better option for you. So let me actually talk a little bit more about what buffer foods are or give you an example day of how I would use buffer foods. And and this isn't a perfect diet. I'm going to kind of list out certain meal ideas, but it doesn't mean it's perfect. I'm just giving you examples, okay? So breakfast, have some coffee with your favorite creamer, maybe two eggs scrambled with some spinach and peppers and a slice of whole grain toast. Okay, so in that meal, I'm thinking of the creamer in your coffee or, you know, as being a treat or even like the whole grain toast with a little bit of butter. Okay, now snack time. Here's the deal with snacks. Only snack if you were hungry. Oftentimes people snack just because it's something to do. I'm a bigger fan of eating a fuller, more balanced breakfast so that you don't really need a snack until it's time to eat lunch. Then you just eat lunch. I truly believe snacking all day is like for preschoolers. So instead of a mid-morning snack, maybe try some hot tea or a big glass of water with lemon. But of course, if you're really hungry, then you should eat. Then lunch, have a big bowl of like vegetable and protein soup. So I have a really great recipe for a ground turkey veggie soup that is awesome for lunch. Then maybe have a big... um, apple on the side, or if you really, really love something like whole grain crackers, then have that. So the crackers could be like your buffer food to eat with your soup or have some chocolate when you're done. So I love those dove dark chocolates. They are so decadent and good. One or two is plenty. Then, you know, the biggest time we have a break from eating is usually between lunch and dinner, kind of depending on your schedule. So I do recommend having a mid-afternoon mini meal, okay? I don't even like to call it a snack. I like calling it a meal where you're going to have possibly like a turkey and veggie lettuce wrap. And then you your buffer food could be maybe dipping it in a little bit of ranch dressing, okay? Or if you like hummus, that would be great too. And then dinner... A great idea would be 
a lean hamburger without a bun and then have some sweet potato fries and just watch your portion of those. That could be your buffer food, eating the sweet potato fries, whether you make them from fresh or get the frozen packs. I mean, they're fine. And then have a spinach salad um, to kind of round out the meal. So, oh, and one more thing, after dinner, a lot of times people have a hard time in the evening. So what you can do is make a big cup of hot cocoa um, or maybe even eat two small cookies. And by the way, I'm including in the show notes my favorite oatmeal chocolate chip cookie. So check it out. You can print it off. So please keep in mind that portion portion sizes really depend on you, your weight, your goal, your activity level, etc. If you would like to figure out how to continue eating healthy but see more results, keep in mind that you are not a calculator. It's not as simple as adding up calories in and calories exercised out. Doing apps like MyFitnessPal and others can be helpful to get a handle on what you're eating, but using a simple formula is not always the answer. I hear from people all the time saying they're following their food app and not losing weight. Well, that app is just a formula and calculator. That's not how our metabolism works. You must consider not only the amount of calories in a food, but what signals the food is sending to your body and what your hormones will do. Losing weight or better, losing excess fat is a combination of calorie reduction and hormone balance. And in some cases, I find that my clients aren't eating enough, and that can create an imbalance in hormones, which can create more fat storage. This is why just counting calories in and calories out is not the answer. I know it can seem so confusing. So if you're ready to learn more about nutrition and how food can impact your hormones and what to do about it, then let's get on a call and I can tell you how I can help you. We will discuss what you're currently doing, your goals, and I'll let you know if I'm that person that can help fill the gap between where you are now and where you want to be. And if you go to the show notes, I remember I told you I'm including my favorite recipe, go check it out. They're oatmeal chocolate chip cookies. They're gluten-free and full of fiber, but they're still a treat. So you got to watch your portion size. I use them as a buffer food, especially on days that I'm very active. So thanks so much for joining me today. I hope that you were able to find this useful and got a few tips on how to take your healthy eating to the next level. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced fit and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.